Hey, my friend, I have a question for you. How can you sum up a life-changing experience? Not long ago, I had the opportunity to visit the city of Jerusalem, the nation of Israel, to speak to and be around the Jewish people, God's chosen people. What an amazing time it was. I had the opportunity as well to visit the Sea of Galilee and actually get on a boat out in the middle of the water. Now, thankfully, there was no storm like there was in Mark chapter number four. Speaking of, if you'd like to grab your Bible and turn to Mark chapter number four, please do so. But seriously, how can you sum that up? Well, the Lord gave me a thought as we were floating out there on the Sea of Galilee, and it's this. You don't need to worry when he has a pillow. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what you are dealing with, God is in control. I'd like to focus on a gospel track called Overwhelmed. You may be familiar with it. It's called Overwhelmed because I was sitting in a church service months and months ago, before the pandemic became a real source of controversy, before it really made national headlines to a large degree, things were beginning to slow down. People were talking about it. But I could realize very quickly that God's people in the service that I was in were a little bit overwhelmed. And I thought, hmm, I wonder about lost people. I wonder about those on the outside of God's family. I wonder how they're feeling. And I realized rapidly that people the world over were overwhelmed. And so I wrote this gospel track. The Lord led me in it. It says this, These are trying times. All around us there is uncertainty and unrest. That is extremely true. It's very easy to become overwhelmed. Let me ask your friend, like the fishermen, the disciples in Mark chapter number 4, are you overwhelmed yourself? If so, I know a God that is the Prince of Peace. I know a Savior that would love to have you as one of his children, to be a part of the family of God, Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. We're going to talk about that more in just a second. Turn to the book of Mark, chapter number 4, and verse number 35. In the same day, when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Here's the thought today. You don't need to worry when he has a pillow. That phrase in the middle there of what I read about Jesus Christ being asleep with a pillow, it stuck out to me. You don't need to worry when he has a pillow. Very quickly, by way of review, we realize that on this day, in this biblical account in Mark chapter number four, Jesus was drained. He had healed a man that was distraught with a demon. He dealt with opposition from his enemies. And then we see his day continues. He sits down by the seashore and preaches for the entire rest of the day to multitudes. Jesus was drained. The day was almost over. I know you as well as I have dealt with long, excruciatingly long days. 
not necessarily bad days, just good days filled with a lot of good work that sap your energy. And this is where Jesus was at. But thankfully, Jesus loved his disciples so very much. Even after all the the great multitudes had gone from him, he took a few extra moments and expounded on these parables to his disciples. That's how much he cared. Then he gave the direction. In Mark 4, 35, The same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. We pointed out that Jesus, knowing full well what was about to occur with this massive storm, said, Let's go over. We know that if we serve a God as powerful as Jesus Christ is, one that can say peace be still to a storm, one that knows of a circumstance before it even comes to pass, we can truly depend on who he is because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, as Hebrews 13.8 says. The situation that these fishermen and Jesus sailed into was dire. Mark 4.37 says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. But I'd like to remind you that these were deft fishermen. They were very accomplished at their jobs. I'm no expert on the water. I would probably capsize a canoe very quickly. But these fishermen, they knew what they were doing. Jesus had called them away from a livelihood of being fishermen. And now here they were going back to something they knew, sailing across the Sea of Galilee, and they came to the end of their rope while... Jesus was dreaming in the back of the boat, Mark 4, 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? You know, I can sleep through a storm outside of my home, even when the thunder is crashing. I, I, honestly, I like the rain and the thunder and those things. I appreciate those elements and I like, they're almost peaceful to go to sleep to, you know? I've even slept through a camping trip while uh, there's a storm outside the tent and the rain is dripping down and rolling off the side of the tent. I've slept through that. My tent once even started leaking and started to drip on my sleeping bag and still I slept. It kind of just rolled off the sleeping bag and didn't get me wet and woke up in the morning and all around me is wet. I slept through that. But I don't think I could sleep on a boat through a storm while the boat started to get full of water. That is a special kind of peace that Jesus himself could have. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Well, we know that Jesus Christ is perfect love in and of himself. And he was so lacking fear, so peaceful that he could sleep in the back of the boat. He's sleeping with a boat full of water. And then what happens? They, the disciples, dared to question Christ's love. Verse 38, they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Have you ever looked up at Christ? Seriously. I'm asking an honest question. Have you ever looked up at God Almighty and said, Do you even love me anymore? What a dangerous place to be. Hebrews 13.5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have, for he hath said. You know this next phrase, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. 
As Jesus returned to consciousness and opened his eyes and saw what was going on around him as he was shaken awake, can you imagine what thought went through Jesus' mind left unsaid when they foolishly and faithlessly asked that question? I wonder if he asked himself, do you even have any idea what I'm going to do for you in just a few moments? Well, Christ decides to demonstrate his power. We often don't read the Bible for what it says. Here's what the Bible does say. Mark 4.35, get this if you would. He arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He did not just say, Peace, be still. He rebuked the wind and then calmed the waves. There's a lesson in and of this as well. The waves were only a problem because of the wind. Waves can be pulled as tides by the moon, but they do not almost sink a boat in a storm this severe because the moon comes up and sets. It was because of the wind. Jesus, even just a few seconds after he woke up, was wise enough to see the cause and effect. So often we see the symptoms. We see the issues that are right in front of us. The boat is full of water and we think, God, we need your help to get the water out of the boat. But that will not help calm the storm. And even calming the waves, they'd be whipped right back up into a frenzy by the wind. And what does Jesus do? He rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace, be still. And what happened? The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. You know, his disciples, they were in disbelief. They couldn't understand what just happened. Mark 4, 40 says, and he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? It's hilarious to me that they feared exceedingly. Now, I'm not claiming that I would have a different circumstance or attitude myself, but it almost sounds like they were more scared of him in these verses than they were of the situation they were just in. They asked themselves, What manner of man is this? Well, let me explain it to you. Let me answer that question. He is the creator himself. He is wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the prince of peace, the everlasting father. He's the shepherd. He's our mediator. He is God. When was the last time that God moved you so much that you exclaimed, What a God is this? What a privilege it is to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There's an old song you may not know. It's called, Master, the Tempest is Raging. Part of the chorus says this, Whether the wrath of the storm-tossed sea, or demons, or men, or whatever it be, no waters can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey thy will. Peace be still. Peace be still. Now we've talked on the program throughout this week about this thought. You don't need to worry when he has a pillow. I don't know what's going on in your life and circumstance. I don't know what you're dealing with. I know on the international scene, 
The landscape of our world is more tumultuous than it's ever been before, but I also know we serve the same God. During this week of broadcasts, I've talked about a gospel tract called Are You in Danger? and riding the religious merry-go-round and Have You Found Rest? The Best I Can was the title I think we mentioned yesterday. And on today's broadcast, we mentioned one titled Overwhelmed. Let me ask you, are you worrying about what's going on? Do you feel like you're in danger? Are you doing the best you can, but you still feel overwhelmed? You're riding that religious merry-go-round, but you can't find rest? It's amazing how God led us to these titles this week. And it's amazing that the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated offers free gospel tracks to you. Free of charge. Visit BibleTracksInc.org and make sure to tune in next week. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.